Hi everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of Talk Toxic to Me. I'm your host Samantha and this week's special guest is Jacqueline. Hello. So if you're watching this on YouTube, this is again the second week of our Halloween themed episodes in honor of the greatest holiday. (laughs) I'm just kidding. For me, Halloween and Christmas are pretty, pretty close. Yeah, it's a pretty nostalgic holiday, I guess, for me. So I like dressing up for it. Yeah. <laughs> and if you guys have listened to, like, the other episodes, you know that today, actually, we have that little Halloween-themed photo shoot that I was telling you guys about where we dressed as, like, the witchy aesthetic. It's going to be fun. Very excited. So that is what we are dressed up as today. It's not really a costume. It's more as, what, like an aesthetic, like a vibe. That's what I was going for, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, you ready for your first story? I'm ready. Am I the asshole for calling my stepmother delusional for thinking I would change my mind on her adopting me? My mom died when I was six years old. My dad ended up turning to one of his good friends, Anna, and they ended up getting married when I was seven. Anna brought up the idea of adopting me the day of the wedding. It was something my dad was all for, but I went nuts when she mentioned it to me, and I kind of spoiled the rest of the wedding. For the next year, we did this really intense therapy where I was told over and over again by the therapist and them that I needed a mom, that it would provide safety for me, and that it was not a betrayal of my mom to accept another loving mom into my life. The therapist put the recommendation into the court to approve it. But when the judge spoke to me, I told him that I would run away and that I would do everything in my power to never come back. I was eight at the time and meant business. He asked me why I didn't want to be adopted. He listened. And when he addressed the court again, he denied the adoption request and told my dad and Anna that until I was on board, no adoption would be approved in his court. They did try again, requesting a different judge, but received the same response. I was asked constantly to change my mind. Anna would put her all into trying to fill the space of my mom in my life. Every time I told her she could never be my mom, she took it as a challenge to try harder and better, and she would dedicate so much time to me, it was crazy. I never appreciated it because instead of just being Anna, and instead of my dad telling her to just be Anna, she saw mom as the only thing she wanted. Even when she had kids of her own, I was their oldest son. I was her son, her boy. She'd call herself a boy mom, etc. Whereas I have never called her mom. If we're being honest, I don't even love her after all these years. I see her as more of an intrusive family member who won't stop. My relationship with my dad is also not the best because I don't like that he wouldn't take no for an answer and that he was so quick to try and push an adoption. Even after I told him I would rather be with grandparents or an aunt or uncle or close family friend to Anna if he died, he insisted being with Anna and her being my mom was the best for me. I turned 18 a few months ago and I ran like my behind was on fire to get away from dad and Anna. I lived with my maternal grandparents for a little while before moving in with my maternal uncle who lived near a really good apprenticeship I wanted to join. My paternal grandparents celebrated their wedding anniversary this past weekend and I was there. While there, Anna approached me and handed me papers for an adult adoption. She told me she loved me and she wanted me to know it was not too late that she would still adopt me and she wanted to make our relationship official as mother and son. I asked her how she could be so delusional when I have said no to being adopted for 11 years now. I told her I would not change my mind. She and my dad were so pissed at my choice of words and chaos ensued at the party. Am I the asshole? 
poor thing wasn't given time to grieve his mother at all. No, if he lost his mom at six and they were married at seven. I love how it says, oh, my dad turned to his good friend, Anna. That's, mm-hmm. mm, you know? She was ready. <laughs> no. I mean, he didn't have time to grieve, and Anna is not his mama. He can't be forced to just sign mm-hmm. an adoption paper towards her. Yeah, I don't think he's an asshole at all. Definitely not the asshole. Um, what about the intensive therapy, the you need a mom? Like that, I feel like that was very manipulative. Very. That was too far. That was, he had a mom. And like, there's nothing wrong with Anna wanting to be the stepmother role. Mm-hmm. But if he said no, and, he, and especially he's been saying no for 11 years, leave him be. Mm-hmm. Like, well, if she truly loved him, like when she, whenever OP said that she approached him um, at the grandparents' wedding anniversary, and she was like, I just want you to know I, I love you, and blah, blah. You, I feel like it's more so reflecting on how much she loves herself more than him because if she truly loved him, she would respect the fact that, okay, this is his boundary. Mm-hmm. That, you know, now, I mean, maybe he doesn't want her in his life at all, but at one point it could have been, okay, I can be in his life and I can have this motherly role without being his mom. Because mm-hmm. nothing, no one is ever going to replace his mom. Yeah. And if anything, she could have used that time at the anniversary party to just apologize to him because mm-hmm. she's really caused this rift between them, his dad, mm-hmm. that side of the family, and she needs to just apologize for it because that's really pushy. You know, eight mm-hmm. years old, being put into therapy, papers thrown at you, like mm-hmm. sign it, and no one was really listening to him. And he was old enough to know his mom, and mm-hmm. I'm sure he loved her, and he didn't want to replace her but it's like no one wanted to listen to him yeah at least the judge listened yeah Um, both judges it sounds like so overall vote on this one not the asshole top comment her continued insistence all these years and the way she goes about it is super suspicious is there a deeper and hidden reason for her insistence what else does she stand to gain if you accept or lose if you refuse hold your ground not the asshole so op comments back and says I think she loses the fantasy she had in her head. I feel like she wanted to be the stepmother people talk about as being the good example, the one who had such a good relationship that she adopted her stepkid and that he loved her just as much, if not more than his own mom who died and that she was good enough to help me forget the pain of losing her and that she was enough to make all of that fade away into a neatly wrapped family. I also feel like she has issues with the being treated differently to my dad and my mom. Like, she doesn't want to be less than. She wants to be the exact same, to have me love her the same and treat her the same, and for it to be, again, wrapped in a bow perfect. That's sad for OP. Yeah. It's like everyone's just, like, forgetting about his mom or, like, like, expects him to move on. Yeah, and it's like, leave him alone. Like, let him be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Honestly, at that point, yeah. All right, next story. Am I the asshole for telling my mother-in-law that once she reads up on basic sixth grade biology, she's free to give me a call and apologize? I, 28 female, have been married to my husband, Cam, 32 male, for two years, and we've been together for four in total. He was a friend of my older brother, so I've known him even longer. Cam and I decided to try for a baby, and now I'm currently 20 weeks with our first. 
When we told my mother-in-law the news, the first thing she mentioned was that every woman in the family had a son before they had a daughter, so she thought the baby would be a boy. Cam and I told her we didn't care what we were having, we just wanted a happy and healthy child. Well, I'm having a girl, and we informed my mother-in-law of this earlier in the evening. Cam and I weren't on board with the idea of a huge dramatic gender reveal, so we just decided to go with casual announcements. Mother-in-law immediately seemed upset at this, and she told me that the next time I need to try harder to give my husband a son. I laughed and said, I didn't really have much of a choice in the matter, so if and when we have another child, there's nothing I could do to make sure that we had a boy then either. She said that it was a fault on my end because she had a boy first, she had all boys. All of her other son's wives had boys first, so that meant I was the odd one out. Cam told his mom that he didn't care about having a son or not, and that she needed to stop blaming me for something that couldn't possibly be my fault, but then she started getting on to him about how he should want a child that can carry on the family name instead of a daughter that will just be given away. The whole thing was absolutely ridiculous, so I told her that once she looks into getting a refresher course and reading up on basic biology she should have learned in sixth grade, she's free to give me a call and apologize for being absolutely ridiculous. My husband and I left after that, and in the car, he said that while he understood my frustration, he didn't appreciate me speaking to his mother like that because I basically implied that she was an idiot. I told him that I didn't appreciate the way she was speaking to me, and that he should be upset on behalf of our daughter since his mom clearly seems to think less of our child before she's even been born. The rest of the car ride was silent, and honestly, we haven't talked since getting back home either. He did defend me to her, so I know he's on my side but I know he wouldn't have brought up the way I spoke to her unless he really thought it was out of line. I feel like a bit of an asshole now, and I'm not sure if I should apologize to her or not. Not the asshole. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> so we'll move back to the husband in a moment, but his mother, <laughs> that is weird. You mm -hmm. can't control any of that. Yeah. I've looked into it myself. You just can't. And <laughs> yeah. so they have... She had other sons, mm -hmm. and their wives had sons. So the whole thing of you need someone to pass on the family name, that's out the window. Yes. That's out there because mm -hmm. she has other male grandsons on that side. Mm -hmm. So, no, she's just being strange. That is very strange of her to yeah. try to pin on her, like try harder. I The husband did defend her first, mm -hmm. and I can understand the whole thing of, you know, implying that she was calling his mother an idiot that could be hurtful but no. like but <laughs> what she was saying was making her sound very weird mm -hmm. i don't know also the whole rationale that you should want a boy to pass down the family name not a daughter that's just going to be given away what year is it and i mean i know that's very important to some people mm -hmm. the name factor but there's other boys in there well and also like who's to say that they're traditional in that sense like what if his wife didn't change her last name and then they were like you know what we're gonna go with your last name mm -hmm. like who knows like mind your business yes <laughs> mind it yeah i think if i was op i would have a very hard time letting my mother-in-law have contact with my daughter after that like yeah. so you're gonna treat her as less than she's not even here yet mm -hmm. so how are you gonna treat her when she's here you know yeah it is kind of a downer in that sense thinking about is she gonna act different around her compared to the other little boys mm -hmm. it's i don't know it's all about just the name factor i guess mm -hmm. and then let's talk about 
OP's husband saying that I don't appreciate how you spoke to my mother. I would have been like, mm, I'm having a hard time caring at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> so overall vote on this one, not the asshole. Top comment, not the asshole. She's treating your baby like she's less than before she's even been born. And then OP responded back to that and said, that's truly what bothered me the most about what she was saying. Like my daughter isn't as important as some son that I may never actually have. I don't ever want my little girl to grow up thinking that she's less than because she's not a boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's so sad. All right. Last story of the day. Am I the asshole for dropping my sister's kids at the child-free wedding that she was at? (laughs) To make a long story short, I, female 25, am a medical student. My free time is very limited and I have lots and lots of commitments. My sister, female 33, has three kids all under 10 and she often expects me to babysit for her, which isn't the main problem, but she drops them off at random times with very short notice or no notice at all. The other day, she called me saying she was on her way to drop the kids off at my place because she was attending her friend's child-free wedding and she couldn't take the kids with her. I had a huge argument with her on the phone because I had to study for an upcoming exam, but next thing I knew, the kids were at my doorstep and she was already back in the car and then drove off with her husband. I was so pissed, I couldn't handle it. I decided to get dressed 30 minutes later and take the kids right where their mom and dad were. I drove them to the wedding, which was at her friend's house, and had them go in. The men there were trying to stop the kids till my sister and husband came rushing. My sister was shocked. She started shouting after me, but I quickly got into the car and drove off. I went home and she started calling me. After she realized I wasn't going to pick up, she sent a few texts calling me unhinged and a bleep bleep for putting her in this position and embarrassing her in front of her friends. She mentioned that by bringing the kids to the child-free wedding, I disrespected her friend, which affected their relationship and caused her and her husband to go home and miss out on the rest of the wedding. Her husband called later and I picked up thinking he'd speak to me rationally like he always does, but he scolded me saying that it wouldn't hurt if I kept the kids for a few hours and then expressed how disappointed he was and how selfish and petty I was to do this to my sister and her kids. Now I'm thinking I should have sucked it up for a few hours. Am I the asshole? Not the asshole. Absolutely not. (sighs) Your kids are no one else's responsibility but your own. And this is definitely a pattern she's done this before she's dropped Mm -hmm. them off like little to no notice and i think everyone reaches a point where they're like i can't do it anymore Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what happened it sucks she was at a child-free wedding but that's not her problem Mm -hmm. and she is in school she needed to study and that'd make me go crazy too and that definitely sucks for the friend whose wedding it was but that's not op's fault that's the sister's fault for not having proper child care in place and just assuming that your sister can drop everything and watch your kids mm-hmm. and i was trying to think like could there have been anyone else to take them but if she's leaving them with a sister mm-hmm. maybe not maybe not well and, and if that's the case and you don't have anybody else to watch your kids mm-hmm. the husband can stay home with the kids if it's your friend and then you go and yeah that stinks you wish your husband was there but if you didn't properly schedule out child care sacrifices have to be made that's part of having kids mm-hmm no, I, I mean, that was a safe thing, you know, mm-hmm. just take them right back to the source. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you can't just do that mm-hmm. on someone who is a, what is she, a medical student. You yeah, can't, she's in med school. You yeah. can't just do that. Mm-hmm. I feel like this story is very similar to the story that you and I had about the friend that was trying to bring her kid to the 
No Kid Weekend mm-hmm. at the lake house. And it's the same thing. It's the same takeaway that your kids aren't anyone else's responsibility but your own. And if the sister knew her friend's wedding was kid-free, then why wouldn't she have called OP way further back and been like, hey, can I schedule this with you? This day is my friend's wedding. Would you be available? Whatever. And then if OP was like, oh, hey, I can't. I got to stay for an exam. Then she still had ample time to go find another sitter. And this all would have been avoided if she would have just did that. Just mm-hmm. called ahead and made sure. She would have available. been like courteous. Yeah. And respectful of OP's time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this definitely, like if there was a lot more communication on Mama's end, mm-hmm. it would have been, like this whole situation would have been a lot smoother. Maybe less like, I don't know, less of this. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, I wouldn't enjoy that situation myself, so... I don't know. Yeah. No. Mm. Especially when you have to study for an exam. I can only imagine how stressful it is as a medical student. There's so much information that you have to know. And to have your study time interrupted by now having to watch three kids under 10. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. Yeah. So overall vote on this one. Not the asshole. Top comment. Not the asshole. With like 100 exclamation points. Your sister dropped her kids off at your house without prior arrangements. Assuming you had nothing else to do. She thinks she's entitled to everyone else's time and help. Hint, she's not. You didn't do this to your sister. She did it to herself. She knew she had a wedding. She should have arranged with you in advance or hired a babysitter. You did not disrespect her. On the contrary, she disrespected you and doesn't value you or your time. She and hubby decided to be parents. It's their responsibility to take care of their children and not dump it on someone else when it's inconvenient for them. That's a great point. It's very accurate. And there's a little line underneath there that I was just reading all of it. <laughs> OP may not have even been home. So, I mean, what would have happened if sister was not even home? Because mama doesn't like to call or text anyone. Mm-hmm. So, what would have happened if she just would have dropped off the kid somewhere? They can't go into a locked house. What would have happened then? You know? Yeah. Which it did sound like in the story that the sister did try to call OP. But, like, if OP wouldn't have answered and she just would have dropped her kids off and left, then mm-hmm. what? I mean, it's not good to always assume that your designated babysitter is going to be home all the time to watch your kids. Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm. Not very considerate, I'd say. Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, that is it for this week's episode of Talk Toxic to Me. Thank you, Jackie Poo, for once again being on the show. Of course. It's always a great time. Mm -hmm. Happy to be here. If you're listening to this on a podcast platform, make sure to leave a review. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to like the video, leave a comment, and subscribe to our channel. But until next week, talk toxic to you later.